This episode is sponsored by the Lucha Legends series, Volume 1, The Legend of Aguila Azul. The Lucha Legends is a series of books for elementary school children aimed at teaching some life's lessons against the backdrop of Lucha Libre. The books explore topics such as loyalty, honesty, friendship, surviving a loss, and bullying. The first story in the Lucha Legends series by Paul Burrell with illustrations by Julio Aguerra. All Gervasio Garcia wanted his whole life was to be a luchador like the great luchadors he read about as a kid growing up in Chicago's little village neighborhood. He wanted to wear a mask and fly high over the heads of adoring fans as he vanquished the villains, the ones he called rudos, and outsmarted their cheating ways. Enter the magical world of the lucha legends, discover the sounds of matracas and cheering of the crowd, the smells of churros and sweat and all of the sensations of a lucha libre night where dragonflies wrestle cats and the Tecnicos do battle with the Rudos. The Legend of Aguila Azul is the first in the classic Lucha Legend series, ideal for children of all ages and anyone who loves the long tradition and rich pageantry of Lucha Libre. That's right, Chris. Head on over to www.lucha-legends.com, don't forget the dash, to purchase volume one of the Lucha Legend series, The Legend of Aguila Azul. You can also head on to their Facebook page at facebook.com backslash legends of the Lucha. All the links you'll need to purchase will be in the description of this episode and will also be on two heels and a face.com. You can purchase the book on Apple books, Google play and Amazon Kindle. And now let's get into the episode. <laughs> era, era, two heels in a face. It's our party. We can do what we want. It's our party. We can say what we want. All right, thanks for listening to this episode of Two's in the Face Wrestling Podcast. On today's episode, it's Chris, it's a, it's weird. I feel like we're doing another show preview. It almost feels like April 2019 when I, you know, I literally couldn't buy a free weekend because there were so many uh, gosh darn wrestling shows going on. Well, that is because uh, 75% of this uh, Zoom call here is fully vaccinated, I believe. I know I am. I I don't know Dear, about Dear our two, two friends. Uh, I got my second shot tomorrow. See, I'm so behind. <laughs> i'm like can i get a little diabetes or something <laughs> oh man uh yeah we're previewing a show show preview we recently did um well we kind of talked about a little bit about a show that just aired it was a freelance wrestling show it aired on april 9th but now we have a may 1st show coming up for zello pro in milwaukee um seeing zell pro in milwaukee kind of feels like just a normal thing now because it it which is cool i think your guys are kind of making it your place up there um in a sense besides like joe's on weed street uh but yeah i'm excited for the show uh, and i went in the sh- i went into this podcast with like oh cool there's three cool matches here and then matt's just like hold on a second and now <laughs> i've soiled myself putting together the rest of the agenda uh but yeah welcome matt mccalling and dan and d ray uh, of zell pro how you guys doing What's up, guys? Thanks for having us. Nice to see you guys again. Yeah, yeah. it feels, feels good. Like- it really, it really does. It feels great <laughs> to see you guys. 
I, I agree. Um, D-Ray, I feel like, is on this podcast a lot. He's basically like an unofficial <laughs> third member, so that's normal. But yeah, Matt, seeing your I face. Mean, I, I dig little... that Cello Pro um, frame. What would you it, call so it? So it's, 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 uh, it's wooden, actually. It's all made uh-huh. out of wood. It's credit to D-Ray. He got this for me for my birthday a couple years ago, and I, I was able to finally hang it up here in my basement. And it, it's pretty sick. It's, it's all made out of wood, hand-carved, and the, the Zello logo is painted on beautiful. there and, and engraved, which is pretty sweet if you guys are watching this. See, that's yeah. another reason why, if you're listening to this via podcast, go over to YouTube, Two Heels in the Face, Subscribe, check out our episodes. Charlie's doing a uh, an okay job, I guess. But, Actually, but he's, the, he's getting the he's getting the episodes up there. There is the the latest episode is on YouTube before it's even on twoyearsandface.com. Oh, look so at that! I prior that was a watch along with Matt Nix. I prioritized that one, and, and that's because he's not waiting on me, and I'm just dragging my feet and and producing the actual podcast. Like he's he has the video, so he throws it up faster than I can produce a podcast. Hey, man. No, no shame. Um, everyone, you have a, a, a newborn. How is your newborn? Is she chilling? She's not considered newborn. She's already, you know, nine months old. Man, I don't know how it works. She send, send her off to college, man. She's good. She's, <laughs> you know, she she can sit. She's starting to crawl. I, I can put her down for a bit and not and not have to worry too much. But the one that's giving me issues is uh, it's my eight year old yorkie she's pretty sick not sure mm-hmm. what's going on with her so a lot of uh, vet visits in the past week okay um but you know hopefully uh the new meds will work and whatever's wrong with her will get her back up to speed and barking at the mailman yeah yeah or me when i come to the front door um <laughs> uh yeah checking out family matt how's your family how's hazel doing She's doing phenomenal. So we, she got this Vespa scooter for Christmas that nice. has been running nonstop in the household uh, <laughs> since that time. So when, when it, when it, the battery dies, she goes batshit crazy, but it's been, it's been good. She's doing great. Everybody is healthy and happy. Everyone's back to school full time uh, here in Kansas city. So uh, we are yeah. very blessed and grateful for all of that. Cool. Awesome. You're supposed to ride those in the street, right? Not in the house. Or yeah. In, in theory, you are. <laughs> okay. So uh, my, my hardwood floors are taking a toll, but hey, <laughs> that perspective is, is everything. So she can do whatever she wants. Awesome. Absolutely. That's great. All right. Yeah. Let's get into the show preview. I, I do uh, want to ask uh-oh, uh-oh, about Theorist Doug. Like he has his own Instagram Bitch. account. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Fa- that counts as family as well. I'll, I'll yeah. Me. Bitch has his own account there. Uh, Stitch that lives. <laughs> Uh, he's great. He's going to be uh, one in, in June. So I don't know if I'm going to throw him a birthday party or Ooh. not because uh, I'm a crazy dad, uh, dog dad now. <laughs> dog dad. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he's, he's basically my uh, my whole day taking care of him, making sure that he's uh, enjoying himself, you know. Oh, speaking, there, there speaking, speaking of Hazel, she had to make a cameo. <laughs> <laughs> Another benefit of, of tuning into the YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Turn into yeah, turn into the YouTube channel. Please subscribe. Um you can be like the subscriber number 59 or 60, I think, <laughs> which seems like a cool number. And uh, yeah, you can see Hazel attempting to feed her father, it looks like, or bite the microphone. Both. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Okay. Why are we here? WrestleFest, right? WrestleFest. Um, what a name. What a name. Yeah, the name. Where did the name come from? I mean, I've heard it before, but I want to uh, ask you guys the, the inspiration behind. Yeah. So really the... The show has the show name has been used before by Pro Wrestling Blitz, who used to run out of right. uh, Joliet. That's where so we, it was. I knew it was yep. familiar. 
so we we had a good relationship uh, with them, and and that truly what it truly it actually used to be an old WWF arcade game back in the day. So uh, not original yeah. by by any means, but we are really looking to return in a big way, and you know kind of have that big festival carnival feel to it. And WrestleFest really lent itself to us with that branding and that ability to do so. So uh, it 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 came naturally. We were able to do a lot of our branding around it. And okay. we're going to play that up certainly in a big way at the show itself. And it's going to become an event that we do every single year and kind of continue to theme ourselves around this springtime and, and really kick things off. And for us, you know, we're returning for the first time in a little while. I think it could not be more perfect time to try to throw a big party for our return. And that's kind of the, the way that it all came about. Cool. Yeah. The, the poster, I think resonates that, right? It, it almost yeah. feels like Mardi Gras a little bit. And, Definitely, uh, very very Mardi Gras theme. A lot of uh, a lot of similar branding and fireworks and all those things. So at at some really my long term goal, especially in in Milwaukee, because there's a little ode to Summerfest as well. Because Summerfest, Milwaukee is uh, the home of Summerfest, and this is normally the time of year in June when Summerfest happens. So uh, at some point, my goal would be to actually grow this into a legitimate wrestling festival that can happen in Milwaukee in a much bigger capacity. But uh, we got to start somewhere. Cool. Yeah. yeah no, for sure. Um, any momentum I think is good right now. Yeah. And this is happening Saturday, May 1st, Turner Hall Ballroom, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Limited capacity is available. The ticket link will be on TuesdayFace.com plus the episode description, or you can go to ZellaPro.com and it's streaming on Fight, right? Did I miss anything there? Correct. You got it. Cool. Before going into the show and on anything like that, um, uh, for the past, I mean, several shows, uh, you had uh, Jimmy D and Val on the, on the mic. Are they still going to be uh, be the commentators for for the show, or do we hear new voices? D Ray might pipe in there. D Ray has been known <laughs> to to jump on the commentary booth a couple of times. Right, uh, I, I spot it. I, you know, I jump in every time. You know, somebody's needed there. You know, every once in a while. In the original beginning of the first couple of shows, I was on mic, but then I was just like, Nah, I'm not going to do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and D-Ray does so much in terms of the actual production of the events that jumping on the mic from takes him away from being the production extraordinaire that he is as much as we enjoy it, appreciate it. Uh, so it's, it will be a little bit of both. Jimmy D uh, will be your core commentator for this event. Uh, Val Capone will not be there. She's stationed out on the West Coast right now. And so yeah. uh, we have a fill-in in, in uh, Ryan Gibbons, who, is, who has been on the show for us before. He's a radio producer in Milwaukee for KISS FM. Uh, so a little bit of a local celebrity in a way but he's jumping in on uh, colored commentary for us for this event i got it because i was um i know val did a lot of work uh over this wrestlemania weekend yeah. and she was getting a lot of traction a couple a couple new fans coming through for for val and you know she's she's a hometown girl so oh she's been killing it we but, we yeah. can't wait we, she will be back for us we mm-hmm. can't wait for that to happen absolutely yeah definitely um cool i i i, I have to ask just because i guess it's obligatory but Logistics, how's the show? How has it been planning for the show? You got everything settled. Uh, limited seating, I guess, what's that going to look What can people expect, et cetera, just to get the, that out of the way? I know we all hate talking about it, but it's a real thing. 
no, it's 100% a real thing. And it's, and for us, it's always been top of mind and priority. And, you know, we luckily for us, we were able to get those couple of shows off in the fall during the pandemic and see what it was like to try to run limited capacity, socially distant shows. And so we're, we're really utilizing that same template that we did in October for uh, the show must go on that we did at Turner Hall Ballroom. Right. Uh, the folks at Turner Hall and Paps Theater Group have been phenomenal partners for us. And it truly has been a true partnership this entire time. So uh, we are, we're not only adhering to the local uh, ordinances in Milwaukee, we're, we're actually still being more strict than what they are. I believe they're able to do over 50% capacity. We're still limiting it to under 20%, which puts us at about 200 uh, fans total, socially distanced in pods of two, four, or six. Uh, so it's all general admission, kind of first come, first serve. But but if you were at the show in October, it'll feel and look very similar. Uh, if you if you watched it, it'll it'll look and and appear to be very similar to that. Uh, so, okay. you know, masks are still going to be required. Um, you know, we haven't gotten to the, I think at some point they're really hoping that they can do rapid testing at the door that would then mitigate some of the need for some of these social distancing and things like that, that might come in the fall without me getting too far ahead of myself. Okay. Uh, but just know that the, a lot of the similar things that we had in the past will be in place and all of those precautions and restrictions are available on the Paps Theater website when you're buying tickets. Cool. Cool. Uh, yeah, once again, ticket link description to the show. Um, like if you're listening to Apple Podcasts, you can look at the description or at twoheelsandaface.com. Let's get into the card now, the stuff that we want to talk about, the, the fun stuff. Um, there is some new names on here. I don't know. I'm going to look to you guys for a little bit of description of these certain wrestlers. I can't, like, there's some, I just wrote down their name. I haven't even seen, like, an image of them or what they sure. look like or what to expect. But Brooke Valentine, I know, has wrestled uh, before with you yes. guys, correct? Mm-hmm. And then she's wrestling Charlie Cruel, which I, I'm biased, uh, the name. I mean, I probably spell it a little differently. I don't know. But <laughs> who is Charlie Cruel and what, what can we expect from her? Yeah, Charlie Cruel's been around for, for a little while, relatively new. Okay. She's from the Indiana area, South Indiana okay. area. Uh, and her and Brooke Valentine have worked together uh, previously many, many years ago. So uh, this is not a first time ever matchup. However, this will be the first time that they are working each other at Zello Pro. Uh, first time that I believe both of them are working in Milwaukee and especially at Turner Hall. So a lot of fans who are not familiar with uh, with Brooke, who if, if you've not seen her before, she I mean, she was all over the place this, this uh, past WrestleMania weekend right. working at some of the GCW shows and, and really uh, doing well to get herself out there. And, and like you mentioned, she had competed for us back in the fall against Laney for the women's title here, uh, being able to now kind of step up and, and put those skills to test against Charlie Cruel, who will be a newcomer for us as well. And overarching the theme as Zello Pro returns is really ramping up the women's division because yeah. as much as it's easy to say that a lot of talent that has worked for us and worked on the indies is now kind of moving on to the next level, there's still such a plethora of talent available and out there and, and a lot that people have not seen or maybe haven't had the opportunity to uh, to purview and, and get on the platform like Zello Pro. So we're excited to be able to ramp that up and introduce some new faces to our audience and, and to the audience globally via Fight TV. So uh, this will be one of those opportunities with Charlie Cruel, uh, who many people might not be familiar with. She's got a very uh, cool persona, uh, kind of a, a dark current Alexa Bliss type of uh, vibe going on. So go ahead and, and look her up if you haven't had a chance to do so. And then uh, if you're not familiar with Brooke Valentine either, you can see her match against Lane on our YouTube channel to, just to get familiar with that too so it should be a fun one to watch cool yeah i mean uh i gotta i'll say it every time i'm with you guys i think the promise was at least two women's matches right that's correct you have three on here so i mean you're overdoing it not in a bad way 
Correct. Yeah. It, to your yeah, to Chris, to your point, uh, we we do have four women's matches on this card. Okay. Uh, and so that that's truly the goal now moving forward. It, it's beyond to truly at least half the card will likely be women's matches moving forward. Oh right. That's, yeah. There's. Yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, uh, I think Chris is subtly jabbing at my agenda. Um, <laughs> no. 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 I, no, I, Chris, I, think I, I get so. it. I, I, I hear you. Go loud and clear, Chris. I I just deleted the last image, so it's all you had to say. No, I mean, I I did notice that like there were four women's matches, and even though, and and I'm not gonna get too ahead of myself here. We'll definitely talk about each match, but the fact that there's a, a men's title or a title, a Zella Pro title being introduced, right? Um, that does not you know take away from the spotlight that that you guys are giving women's wrestling, which is something that you know makes you stand out. And having that women's title for, you know, I guess Lainey at this point has had it for over a year. Uh, she has had it for over 610 days at at this time of this recording. Come May 1st, I believe it'll be closer to 630 days. Oh, my. You just had that off the, t- off the top of your dome, huh? You just knew- <laughs> Were you looking at a calendar? Or we've, is that just- we've, we've been talking about it quite a bit. It's it's a big part of this story coming up as, okay. uh, you know, we'll, we'll ma- I'm sure we'll get around to talking about her title match at, uh, at WrestleFest. But uh, it's a big deal. I mean, she's the longest reigning Zello Pro Women's Champion. And you're talking about a title that has been held by Kylie Ray and Tessa Blanchard and yeah. Britt Baker. So mm-hmm. uh, to be the longest reigning of all of them, you know, asterisk pandemic is still very, very much something that should be respected and and you know her right now laney's whole campaign is is her you know trek to a thousand days she wants to get to a thousand days as champion so okay. uh, jordan grace might be standing in her way and and maybe a couple others between now and then but that that's her goal and and it, it's very possible it could happen interesting okay cool um and next is sierra who i think was recently making a comeback versus heather reckless once again know a little bit about sierra i've seen her wrestle a couple times i, I don't know who Heather Reckless is at all. Um, anyone want to, yeah. Do you have a scouting report you can drop on, drop on me <laughs> regards to her? I'm, I'm interested just because of the name. Dear, you want to take that one? Uh, I'll, what I'll tell you right now about Heather Reckless is she, she, you could see her at CSW. She's worked with them for a little bit while. I also know she is from the Wisconsin area. So this is like kind of like a homecoming for her as well. Okay. Um, and she's just some that, that we saw that we we saw talent in and we wanted to go ahead and bring her in and give her a chance. And she had a little bit of a different look to her as well. So we thought they would play into it. Yeah, she's got a great look. She's got a great work ethic and, and working her, uh, pairing her with Sierra, who is is a Milwaukee native and, and someone who's as bad as they come. And we saw her debut for Zello back in the fall as well. Uh, just adds a whole nother dynamic. And, and to the point we were talking about in terms of just kind of expanding our women's division, it, it's going to be certainly be ripe for contention of who's going to be the next to step up and, and really vie for that women's championship over the course of time and you'll get a lot of new faces that you're going to see but truly it's anyone's ball game at this point with uh, so much opportunity out there but also this pool of talent that's going to be getting these opportunities now that we're back on a regular schedule uh, so to be able to see these these women in, in singles competition and really get to kind of show off what they have uh, is it's it, I've never been more excited for for what we have coming up yeah yeah, it's, I mean, once again, like as a, Chris and I, as the fans, and you guys are fans as well, but you have a little bit different yeah. role, obviously, here. But as the fans, you know, we see these different places uh, finding new people, growing their, own, growing their own, so to speak. So it's cool to see where you guys are picking, pulling from, recruiting from, scouting from. 
Um, and cool to see these, these new faces show up. So I, I think the theme of, and like you said, there's still a lot out there. It's yeah. just that people don't know. That was kind of the theme of the last show that we watched is that there's secret stashes everywhere. Right. Um, so I guess you guys are kind of unveiling your own in the form of bolstering the women's division, um, I think. And then yeah. also, there, yeah, there's some other people on here. Yeah, Storm Grayson, who recently just made invented a show. I've never seen him do that, so congrats to him. Um, is wrestling Jacob Dean, who's also uh, young and up and coming, although he looks like a full-grown man. Dude is <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this uh, this should be a good show. Just like like I said, like Chris Storm being a main eventer. Um, what do you, what do you think about this matchup? Yeah, like Storm being part of this this match against Jacob Deans, right? Like I'm, I was I was looking at it and I was analyzing it. And I'm like Storm Grayson being part of the battalion, right? Yeah. Uh, he's looked at as like the young guy because he's again, you know, he's paired up with some vets. But then Jacob Deans is also considered the young guy, but leading kind of like the freelance academy, um, you know, making that uprising and standing out, um, getting bulkier by the minute. Um, so I, I think this is a match where they're going to go, you know, head to head and they're going to try to prove that they're not green guys anymore. Yeah. Right. They're not the newbies. So I think that this match can be a potential show stealer. Um, that's just my, my initial thought when, when I was looking at these two names going against each other. I completely agree. And this is this is truly to your point about the battalion. We haven't seen Stormwork singles action at Zello for almost over mm-hmm. a year now at this point, because right. most of his matches have either been in a tag capacity with Jason Hades or with Brubaker or uh, with Shotzi over the last year and a half, really. So, you know, what we get to see a little bit of what he's learned as being part of that entourage and kind of working with those veterans, so to speak. Uh, but also, he's now kind of shown his own, and we've seen him in a main event capacity recently. And so, he, you know that he's going to take this opportunity seriously and you know that Jacob is going to as well because they both have something to prove and there are spots to, to vie for. And so, you yeah. know, being able to see that and, and kind of have that one upsmanship uh, is the Blackheart battalion going to play a factor in the match. Who knows? You, you never know when it, when it comes to those guys. Uh, but I think it's one that will certainly be impressed by. Right. Speaking of Blackheart battalion that you guys were going to do, Brewbaker was a Brewbaker versus Ricochet. Was that a match that that was yeah set we we, up, we talked <laughs> about that a, a little re- there was a little throwback that we had posted recently is uh, that was back in I believe October of 2017. Uh, it was set up via a promo with Tessa and and Brewbaker and and it was one that was supposed to happen in January and and of course uh, you know if you know history right on that time Ricochet got signed a month later to NXT so the match never came to fruition but that that certainly was one we were excited to to see and it would have been a huge opportunity for Brewbaker to kind of test his chops against somebody of the caliber of Ricochet at the time so we'll we'll just have to to either wait to see it at the next level or where we can dream about it yeah. He's always going after people. He's got like some kind of little brother king syndrome or something. He's always going after other kings, like kings <laughs> destroying kings. There's always some kind of it's like Game of Thrones shit. That's true. That's so like true. That. I never made that you know long term parallel, but it, he's it, the it filth does king. exist, right? Yeah. yeah, man. He's got to he's got to lay off other people's kingdoms. Um, we also got a oh, Colcaban is on the poster. I don't know what he's doing. Is he just hanging out or? What, hey, man, you're. <laughs> 
<laughs> Your guess is as good as ours. We're, we're certainly excited. I mean, if you followed Zello Pro from the beginning, uh, Colt was was a very uh, formative part of our, mm-hmm. our early years. He, he worked a lot of matches for us. And obviously, he has seen great success recently in AEW. Uh, and so this is really his return to the indies. And so in our conversations, he was very jacked up about just getting back into uh, Milwaukee and on the indie scene and back to Zello. And so uh, we don't know what capacity he's coming in for. Uh, I think that's kind of his creative genius is he wants to just see what happens, kind of go with what he feels. The man's an artist. Uh, so what we know is that he, he's going to be there in some capacity, whether that's on commentary, a guest referee, whether he's going to wrestle. I don't know. But we're but what you can know is that if you're there on May 1st, or you're watching on May 1st, uh, you'll see Colt Cabana in some capacity. And, and I'm sure it's going to be awesome no matter what. Yeah, Colt's very talented. So any of those positions that he puts himself in, he's just going to knock it out of the park and you're going to be entertained. That's that's all it is. He, he could do it all. I, I don't know. He produce. <laughs> he could. Uh, agent, you know, anything uh, like that. The, the, the match that sticks out. Know. <laughs> the max that sticks out from Solo Pro is the one against uh, Hornswoggle. Oh yeah, like the, I, I just remember them like <laughs> going like backstage and coming with their you know different they outfits, changed each other's yeah. gear. Yeah, that was more <laughs> was, like a variety show. It was like. <laughs> You know, it may it have been match, one of the yeah yeah it may have been one of the more entertaining matches that we've ever had. I, I know for them it was it was the first time they had ever wrestled each other and and it was a dream match for both of them. And so when they they came to us asking for that match, and of course you're you're not going to say no to Hornswoggle and, and Cole Cabana. So uh, what they were able to put together was incredibly entertaining. But I, I would agree that that probably stands out in terms of uh, you know Cole Cabana's repertoire for for our past. And and those are all you know you can relive those on our YouTube channel anytime. Yeah. That, that's going to have a little small segment when the Zello Pro autobiography comes out in like 15 <laughs> years. Uh, uh, that's re- I mean, that's that's uh, Cole Cabana has been around for so goddamn long. Like someone tweeted. No, that's not a uh, old man joke or anything, but like someone tweeted. Oh, God, he's got something on his website about like all the places he's been or something. And it's yeah, mostly like a long ass timeline with like a shit ton of logos of like feds that don't even exist anymore and like stuff like that. And that was it's crazy to think that was the f- that was a first timer. We witnessed like a first timer for him, right? It, it is pretty. I mean, the the man has withstood the withstood the test of time, and and he still doesn't look a day older than he was ten years ago. And he could still we've seen him now in AEW. He's able to still go a, as well as ever in the ring. So, uh, you know that that's what I think. What's the exciting part about WrestleFest is that you know I, I think there's that part of of wrestling that you still you don't want to know everything. You want it. You want that shock and awe value a little bit. So yeah. I personally am excited to see what he decides to bring to the table on May first. So yeah. outside of those, all of those great, you know, things that that Cole Cabana knows how to do, one of them is merch. Oh yeah. So this brings me to the question of how is the merch tables? Are, are there going to be merch tables? Uh, how is that being uh, addressed? Um, Chris is all- like, where do I get a mask, and how much is it? Well, cost? I mean, Cole does not have a mask, <laughs> or else you know that would already been in here, but you never know. Yeah, so we we a boom boom elbow pad <laughs> elbow pad. We we will have merch tables. Meet and greets will happen. It we're going to leave it up to the comfortability of the talent whether they're participating in them or not. When when we did our show back in October, we did have them. Just about all of the talent participated. Colt himself is fully vaccinated, and which I think he's he's expressed that he's fully excited about it. That <laughs> this is his first event post uh, 
you know, full vaccination. So we know that he'll be out there slinging merch uh, as, as well as ever. So, you know, those meet and greets will be available uh, and we're kind of leaving it up to talent, what, you know, level of comfortability. Masks are, are required for everyone coming no matter what, uh, you know, we'll, we'll enforce some social distancing, but when it comes to, you know, meet and greets with the talent, I, I think those will, will maybe seem a little bit more familiar uh, to a pre-pandemic era than they had in the past. Cool. Nice. That's a good question, Chris. Um, Thank you there, Charlie. Yeah, you know, anytime I can give you a compliment. Um, <laughs> Bang Bros versus Country Air. Once again, I mean, I know what the Bang Bros are. You can, you can, the you. Some people might not, uh, but uh, you can listen to an episode we have with them if you want to get to know them more. Um, they talk about like what they listen to, training, uh, kind of future plans, things like that. Um, kind of fleshing out the August Matthew Matthews character and gimmick and like kind of what he's a little bit about because they can bring it in the ring but a little bit more soft-spoken uh yeah. but once again like ha- really happy to see them on the show consistent and on Zello consistently uh and the country air i don't know i, I think it was pitched the as a rematch familiar. but I, I did we see this matchup before i i need jog my memory here i have covid brain this is a rematch from our last show in milwaukee and okay. Uh, the Bank Bros ended up defeating Country Air with double four fifties for the pin. That's right. Pretty sweet. Okay. Okay. Oh, I, so I remember watching. I wasn't there for that. Surprise, surprise. But I remember watching the show on YouTube, and I think okay. And that's an iconic image too. That's going to be in the autobiography yeah. as well. <laughs> also, yeah. So th- that I mean, that match really kind of impressed a, a lot of people. As Country Air had debuted for us for the first time, they're they're Wisconsin natives, and they've been around the block. I believe they're uh, ICW Tag Team Champions right now, so they're they're very popular okay. in the Wisconsin area. Uh, but they were new for us for the first time, and, and obviously fans of of Zello know the Bang Bros over the last course of the year. But this was a first time ever matchup, and uh, based on that, the crowd was super into it. They both tag teams came and, and wanted a rematch because I, I think they really have a lot more left to show for it. And we've had seven months since that last encounter and mm-hmm. since our last event. So uh, being able to put on that, that caliber of a match in Turner hall ballroom with, you know, to do it again. Absolutely. Why not? Yeah, no, I, no, I think that's cool. And uh, I mean, sometimes it, 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 it needs a, 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 things need a rematch. So I right. think it's cool that you guys kind of took a step back and realized that instead of just like, new 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 is great new is yeah being different is great but uh also sometimes things need more time to manifest and that might just include a rematch so absolutely i think they have a lot more left uh to put out there on the table so i think that's exactly what we're going to see on may 1st cool uh dira can i get a uh uh, i know big john crowley has wrestled for you i believe at your last milwaukee show but can we get a match preview of Big John Crowley versus Joey Jet Avalon. Well, right. Joey we went to that match. Who did he wrestle at the last show? He went through a gauntlet. He okay, because I remember him well, being like a big man. Like he made a he made a, a name for himself. Dude. Yeah, I believe he beat uh, Angel Escalara. Okay, uh, Prince Coda. Okay, uh, uh, what's his name? Darius Latrell. The big man gave him mm-hmm. trouble because he's he has that height on him. He's six eight. <laughs> <laughs> big, big, big man yeah. one man dynasty like i tweeted earlier uh this week i was just like he's got 14 inches on me the dude is huge dude he <laughs> he stood up to marche rocket and said some i was like did not back down uh, i don't no, think darius no, Charles no. afraid of anyone and uh big john crowley he's just a big uh wisconsin bred boy he's just all <laughs> muscle <laughs> and uh joy the jet avalon he's he's a big wisconsin fed boy as well 
but he he could fly. He does uh, high flying moves, which I think granted him the nickname the Jet. So like this guy yeah. could do high high flying like aerial moves. He's he's very technical. He's sound and he's he's a big hoss as well. Uh, wow. okay. Yeah, he's he's got the, like that '80s throwback look, you know, like mm-hmm. that uh, '80s rocker persona. But other yeah. otherwise, like you're gonna see a fantastic match between these two big men, and it's gonna be a big I, fight. Yeah, I think they're gonna leave it all out there in the ring. The first impression I got of uh, Chris made me delete the image, so I can't look at him now. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the first impression I got from him uh, in terms of look wise, kind of hair and glasses was. Do you remember a, a wrestler named the Disciple from the NWO? Ah, yes. <laughs> uh, just kind of look wise. I'm not anybody. Yeah, it's a little bit more that guy. The disciple was a little more, a bit more biker. Joey Jet Avalon seems more rock star, but kind of yeah. that same. The hair, maybe the hair was kind of making that correlation. Who was that? Wasn't that uh I can't remember who the disciple was, but dude, was I don't know. I mean, he was just like, there were 1700 people in the NWO and he was like <laughs> 1701 and he was just like around just like most of that faction. Like, I don't even know what he was. He was doing. like one of Hulk Hogan's guys. Who was he? Oh man, this is going to kill me now. <laughs> I, I just did a quick Google search and it comes up as that was Brutus the beefcake. Yes. That's who it was. was it really? <laughs> Wait, what? I did not know that. Yes. This is the same person. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's wild. Holy shit! That, wow. Yeah, I don't talk think about that's true. Look, right? Someone edited <laughs> yeah, that Wikipedia page. <laughs> that's what I said. It's one of Hogan's guys. Brutus yeah. is always Hogan's guys. Yeah, those guys are 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 big. Big. There's a little. Place. There's a little history lesson for you. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, yeah, no, this should be fun. I mean, let's see if the Jet steals home, right? Sandlot reference. Right. Um, so. That should be fun, uh, and then we're now we're getting into the the meaty the meaty meaty stuff right here. So this yeah. this is the stuff that is going to make you you the listener stop stop and take a breath for a second. You guys ready for these ones coming up? Um, Let's do it. Triple threat number one contenders match for the women's title. This is the shit. This is the shit right here. That like okay. This is the this is the shit. Uh, high on. This is why you pay for Fight TV if you're not attending the show. Yes, yes, right here. Like the like an. All them. I mean, this is a packed card. Nine matches, right? This this is a lot of so matches far. for you guys, right? In terms of like volume, it, you, you know, in in terms of like what what we used to do, yeah. But yeah. but to the point of really wanting to make WrestleFest the the event that it's meant to be, uh, you know, we we want to be able to give the action that the fans have been missing out on live for quite some time. Yeah, yeah. These were the these were this one and the and then the uh. Like these three, or when like Matt told me these, I was like, okay, hold on a second. Let me like take off my sweatshirt really quick. Um, <laughs> I'm sweating. Uh, so, yeah. So, number one contender match for the women's championship Hyan, Blair Onyx, Missa Kate. So, I don't think there's any questioning that these three should be right here um, and on the cusp of wrestling either Laney or Jordan Grace. So, yeah. I mean, this, I think this is like your, your very strong next level. And someone's looking to break through that that glass ceiling, correct? Uh, absolutely. You know, we we've seen a lot of big things both from Blair Onyx and Missa Kate over you know the the course of their time here at Zello Pro, and, and even most recently with uh, the tag match that they had last September with Laney and Missa against uh, Blair Onyx and Elena Black. Uh, and so there's some, I think there's certainly some some unfinished business there uh, between both of them and Laney. So you know you have that on on the potential horizon if either one of them go on. And then you have Hyon who is debuting for us for the first time. She was scheduled to to come in back in October. Uh, 
but had to pull out because she had a tryout at the performance center. So, you know, big things on the horizon for her as well, but, you know, we're certainly, you know, she's as high caliber as they come in. And I know that a match between her and, and Laney or Jordan would, would be next level either way. So yes, these are three of the top female competitors in the game right now yeah. and would make the most sense truly for, to, to be potential contenders, to be potential next champions. Uh, so to, to see the three of them kind of fight it out to, to see who deserves that spot is, is going to be wild. Yeah. This, this match makes like complete sense to me, in my opinion, in terms of like, this is exactly who should be wrestling for that next, the next shot. Um, so yeah, credit to the, absolutely. you guys did a great job there. Um, uh, but so if one of those people wins and they have to face the winner of Jordan Grace, Laney Luck. So Jordan Grace, uh, I mean, if you don't know her, then you're probably, you probably should watch more in independent wrestling and wrestling in general. Um, but I mean, this is a tough task for Laney Luck. I, I, th- I, I think she's up for it, but she's going to have to shake off, uh, shake off a little bit of the rust here and make sure she's in prime form. What do you guys think? Definitely. I think, uh, the last time they're in the ring together was January, what? 2019. Yep. That's right. Milwaukee. It was a four way. It was Elena, uh, her debut for us. Um, Laney. Shotzi. Shotzi and Jordan and Jordan came away with the win. So we're going to oh, yeah. see uh, these two could do one-on-one together. Laney, you know, obviously needs to retain her belt to, to get to 1000 days as champ. So, you know, she's going to be laying everything on the line, doing her, her new Lucha moves and just doing what she can to, to get the, the big uh, thick mama pumped down for the one, two, it, three. It's- it's probably going to be one of her, you know, no, no discredit to anyone that Laney has wrestled defending the title against, but it's probably her biggest defense to date, yeah. uh, you know, in that 600 plus day run, you know, she, she's had some, some really solid matches, but you, you talk about a competitor like Jordan Grace, uh, she's, she's as tough as they come and it's going to be a different style than, than Laney is probably used to when it comes to her, her defenses. So, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know what, what the outcome is going to look like of this one it's, it's very possible that that jordan is going to be our our fifth title holder it's very possible that laney continues on her trek to make it to 600 days and i think that's what makes it a great great matchup is that uh you have two very viable competitors who are really still looking to cement themselves as top female competitors on the independent scene and, and in wrestling in general so the fact that they're uh, going to go head to head here is, is going to be awesome yeah and and if laney pulls this off against jordan grace definitely gets her up a level that I think just because of Jordan Grace's, um, I don't know, stardom, right? maybe. You know, Lainey Luck getting that win will elevate her even more. Yeah, into, into I agree. Different, you know, into a different, um, into a different level that, that you know, she can – she can be in, in, in her journey of, of getting to that 1000 days of, of being the, the champion for solo. So I'm, I'm excited for that one. It's, it's going to be, so that makes me also question and, and I'm going to kind of like make a, a, a sideline here and we have to mention Chico is Chico refing at all. Hey, where's yeah. Chico. Where's Chico on this card? I don't see Chico and uh, I'm, I'm upset. Just gotta say that. You know, Chico could be in this ladder match. <laughs> <laughs> Is Chico in the ladder Chico, match? Chico does have a ladder match history. He does have one. Oh, under man. Belt. I don't know. He was a surprise entrance in one before. <laughs> uh, 
to answer your question, Chico will be an official at May at okay. WrestleFest. Uh, and, and will he officiate this match potentially? Uh, it's very viable. He he's really has done a fantastic job as as an official for us. Uh, you know, during the pandemic, and certainly looking to continue. You may see Chico enter the ring at some point for us in in the next year or so. Uh, kind of depending on on how things go. But uh, you know, the momentum is on his side. That's for sure. <laughs> it's a good right. sidebar. <laughs> I just you know I just had to question: Is is Chico the ref making an appearance? Hashtag Viva the Chico. <laughs> Hashtag Viva the Chico. Just make it a stipulate. Yeah, make him the ref of the ladder match and just be like, anyone in, any in the ring right now is able to win this match and just like throw that <laughs> stipulation and just see if he picks up on it. <laughs> and like, and like, he'll probably be in the ring. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe I can, I can sneak up there. Uh, but the ladder match, tell me, uh, I'm salivating. Tell me six person what, ladder what's match up with this. So I, I have it here with me. Ooh, look, another reason to you watch guys- on YouTube. If you guys are watching on the YouTube channel, I have the Zello Pro Championship. This is something that we have been dying to get going and get crowned. I know you guys have had the ability to see this in person. Uh, we're super excited about it. And, you know, mm-hmm. the the pandemic kind of threw things for I a loop as we were, we were really going on uh, this path back in the fall to kind of lead to whoever our competitors are going to be and going through some qualifying matches. Uh, but we're, we're at a point where we just can't wait any longer. Like we, we are bursting to get this thing into contention and to get it competed for uh, and, and as part of our, our regular programming. And uh, we, we alluded to it a little bit earlier is that the, you know, the women's championship has been our only championship for the last three years. Mm-hmm. And, and that's been intentional. You know, that, that, that title has been, you know, our, our main title and really the, the top of the women's division. And, and this is not a men's title. I, I will preface that. So yes, it's, it's going to be competed against <clears throat> primarily by our male talent at this show, which I'll get into in, in a second in terms of who those competitors are, but it, it it's viable to be competed by for anybody. And so but we also okay. want to make sure that we're, we're maintaining the integrity of our women's championship because that's still our main event. That's still our, our, you know, division that we're putting a lot of focus and time and energy into. Uh, but this, this adds a little bit more flavor to, to the ball game a little bit. Uh, yeah, so it it'll, it'll, it'll be interesting, but we're, we're excited for it. It will be contended for in a ladder match at WrestleFest, uh, I couldn't think of a better venue to hold a ladder match in than, than Turner Hall Ballroom. Uh, and sure. and that within itself adds, adds a whole nother level of intensity because ladder matches don't necessarily require a, a ton of wrestling skill or require you to be the biggest or the strongest or the best. It, it's about opportunity. It's about timing. And, and it's, mm-hmm. it's about toughness, you know, truly uh, amongst all else, but being able to combine all those things and be the one who climbs up to that ladder and, and grabs it first, you know, it, it could, it really could be just about anybody. That's true. Yeah. I, that's why I think Chico, you know, <laughs> there's, there's, hope. there's hope um are we gonna so, do, 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 do we, do i'm we just wondering to, how are you gonna hang this belt but i'll let you question <laughs> <laughs> you, you you will you will see it on may 1st luckily uh the wonderful operations folks at the turner hall ballroom have a have a plan in place there so you just call me like i want to have a letter match this you know 10 pound belt can, can it support you know can you support it above the ring and and they'll just figure it out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> in, in, in in most simplistic terms, essentially, yeah. yeah. So we're we gonna we're we gonna figure out who's in this. Or are you gonna, yeah. are we gonna make the fans wait? Because I'm dying. No, we, we'll we'll reveal it for you guys. And and okay. so the the process has has kind of changed a bit because at first we kind of 
started with a tournament style and we were talking about qualifying matches and everything like that, but it came down to a point where we need to have this ladder match and, and crown the champion. And so, uh, we had a, we had a committee put together and we kind of put an evaluation process of, you know, who has been the top performing talent at Zello based on win loss record, you know, contributions to the company and, and kind of where the status has been over the last year or so. Uh, and then kind of some, put that in a pot and and we're able to de decipher what our our viable contenders are right now and that's obviously could change between now and then uh and and to your point ladder matches could be just about anybody involved but the the six contenders that we have uh announced for this match are going to be uh mason conrad first okay. and foremost uh he has been on an incredible winning streak over the last year or so and and we really see, saw him come into his own as uh with his match against gary J back in the fall uh he was part of that six-man tag match with uh aiden english and the blackheart battalion and cj esparza uh so he has been certainly a top contender for us over the last year or so so he earned a spot in that match and then uh we have bryce benjamin who actually won a qualifying match against Mojo McQueen uh, back in October. So that is still remaining valid and automatically qualified him for this match as well. Uh, you have CJ Esparza, who has been undefeated since going on his singles run uh, after Zero Gravity. Uh, he's, he's had some incredible matches against JJ Garrett and uh, Triple Threat last year, and, and again was part of that six-man tag back in October with, with those guys. And uh, being able to see what CJ Esparza can do in a ladder match is something that I'm certainly excited to see, and I know that the fans are, are going to be excited to see as well, just what he brings to the table with his high-flying ability. And Oh, yeah. It you know being being able to take that to to a whole nother level is, is going to be incredible. Most dope, most dope, most dope indeed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then we have uh, someone who you guys are are going to be interested uh, to you know at least what, whatever your action may be coming back for us for the first time since the pandemic. Academic standard GPA will be returning wow. to Zello, and oh, will be in this ladder match. Bring the signs uh, title. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for this episode. Thanks for, uh, it's been fun having Matt and D-Ray on. Um, yeah, May 1st and I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. <laughs> cool. What does that put us at five? Yeah, I think. And then, yeah. uh, last but not least is, a, wait, maybe uh, that was four. Was that four? Was that four? Was four. Yeah. Was four. The, yeah. We forgot, uh, the leader of the black heart battalion. Our that's pseudo right. Pseudo leader in brew Baker. Okay will be part of this match as well. Uh, brings another element to the table too, because he's, he's not necessarily your high flyer or someone you necessarily envision in a ladder match, but his, you know, his, his feud with uh, Matt Raywald, the drama King, Aiden English uh, in the fall was certainly one that put him in. And, and, and to your point, he's, he's kind of been on this quest of, of King rivalries yeah. uh, and, and his quest for, for being the best. So uh, he brings just another element to the table when it comes to, to the contention for this title and for this ladder match. Uh, and then last but not least, uh, we have the return of Egotistico Fantastico, Robert Ego Anthony. He's leaving Frank the Clown at home. He, he's coming in his in his Egotistico okay. Fantastico mask. Uh, and and someone who certainly has has been around the block a time or two has had his fair share of ladder matches. Uh, really bring something interesting to the table in terms of his competition here because uh, experience is certainly on his side. And, and he's won his fair share of ladder matches. I think the first time I, I saw Ego wrestle was probably in, in late 2000s at PCW in, in a ladder match. And the man can nose his way around a ring with ladders in it. That's for sure. All right. I think what's cool is that there isn't like, if I put my smart, smart fedora on for a second, it feels like anyone can kind of win. There's no like, oh, this person's definitely going to win the title or things like that. So it, there's no, it doesn't seem this match. It, 
you guys did a good job of not making it like predictable. I think from a fan yeah. standpoint, it looks really CJ Esparza is the glue here. I think, um, yeah, uh, because yeah, he's going to have those moments that are going to he's going to fall down and we're going to stand up basically like, it's going to be the moment <laughs> sure. with the ladder and jumping off and there's a balcony that's all i'm saying there's just a balcony that's all i'm saying the um, environment man yeah the environment exactly so you need him for that uh yeah brewbreaker's your brewbreaker and gpa are your schemers i don't know if their schemes are going to run into each other but they're your opportunists i think especially gpa um so like you said all it takes is timing gpa knows how to pick his spot um, unfortunately. So yeah, it's, I feel like there's, you could point to any person and kind of make a case. So well done guys. That's pretty cool. Yeah. We're, we're certainly excited about it. And, and to your point, all, all of these guys have made quite an impact on Zello and, and they've earned the opportunities to be, to be in this match and, and contend for being truly the, the first ever Zello pro champion. Cool. Yeah. I don't even have an early prediction for that, Chris. What do you think? Early prediction? Yeah, I, I don't know. So before uh, you started mentioning all those six names in the agenda, I started typing out who I think was going to be in the match. Okay. Um, How does that compare? I had GPA. I had the Filth Kink. I had Bryce. I had Ma- uh, Mason Conrad. I did have the Drama King in there. Right on. Um, it, and and it's a possible. Like I said, anything can happen between now and then. Uh, I think that's probably a fair you know, someone who based on kind of how things have gone would have gone, would have gone in it. Uh, but you know, he's also doing kind of his own thing out. I I don't know if he's doing much wrestling, you know, into 2021 yet. That's still, those are still conversations that need to be had. Yeah. And the the one that was a surprise to me, but it was a pleasant surprise was, uh, definitely the most dope. Like, like Charlie said, as you know, that's, that's going to be the glue, like that makes the, the ladder match, give it more more of that you know like, it feels like stuff. yeah it gives it that <laughs> feeling where it's like yep he had to be in a letter match so i i think I, I can't really you know predict because it's also a fresh new title like like right. who like there's nothing to 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 base it off there's no baseline so whoever takes this title is gonna set the bar right? right and the women on the women's side the bar had been set and and laney's been upping that bar every single time now with this cello championship which is not a gender exclusive belt right um you know whoever is the first the first title holder is gonna you know kind of have to give us an interview because kylie gave us an interview when she first got she sure did right (laughs) (laughs) that's true yes yeah i i think the smart you just threw the smarks for a loop suck it smarks there's no baseline (laughs) you can't be like this person's not good enough to hold the zello pro championship because no one's held it yet so that's a great point that you bring up chris so yeah that's that's the coolest part about that match um all right that's a i mean i'm 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 i gotta lie i'm more excited i was excited for the show now i'm more excited i hope the, you the listener are you are excited to enough to take the drive to milwaukee am i excited enough to take the drive to milwaukee well <laughs> hey, what happened just, last time in milwaukee it was a good time uh, it's a always a time. good time. It's, it's always, always a good, good time. time. Oh, the last time, like every, like th- that one yeah. time where uh, the first time time. Chicago drove to Milwaukee, <laughs> we took that massive picture <laughs> in the ring with yeah. ex wrestler who had a lot of belts. You and your crew. You can take a picture of you and your crew. Chris is like our crew, and he's like up there with twenty dollars, and then it's like literally like six cars worth of people, like four, like th- realistically like three cars worth of people, but full cars. <laughs> yeah, into the ring. That was a, a 
a memorable time. Yeah. So you can have those memorable times at WrestleFest. Absolutely. Um, and to that point, we also do have a VIP upgrade experience available uh, that will allow you to get into the building an hour before doors. Oh, sure. And you will, which obviously gives you first pick at seats, uh, a chance to meet some of the talent ahead of time. And you also get to take a picture in the ring with the Zello Championship before it's held by anybody. Oh, oh damn. I might, I might have to do that VIP VIP. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I work from home, Chris, so, you know, if we want to go there early and, you know, you can buy all the masks ahead of time, like a, a Luther Haney <laughs> mask. I don't know. If yeah, I, I think that, that mask is too fresh. He's not going to be selling that right away. No, no, definitely not. But, um, you know, I'll put my bid in. For sure. For sure. If you're reserving, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I see your little, is that a Laney koozie you have in the corner up there? On your shelf, uh, Alani Kuzi. Uh, no, so it looks right like there, it doesn't. It It does actually. It's a, it's a little picture of of a Lainey logo that I had done for her way back in the day. She made it into a shirt, and I'm like, she had some. Um, they're not eight by tens. They're small, like four by sixes of the Lainey logo. So I'm like, all right, I'll take it. You gotta sign it. I made it, so um, <laughs> awesome. I have it. I have it up there. There you go. That's just, you know, the little things that Chris does and he, you know, doesn't take any credit for him. And that's why Chris (laughs) is the best. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, uh, uh, anything else you guys want to mention before we sign off? But once again, May 1st, it's on Fight TV. If you can make it, make it. Um, But if you can't, then there's really no excuse. Um, uh, So, yeah, I mean, this this is uh, this is the chunkiest card I think that Zello's ever brought you. They're bringing the heat on this one. I think it's kind of cooler that you would have, you had like these little compact Sunday shows, which I love that style, by the way, yeah. of like, let's get angry out. I live in Chicago. This is great. <laughs> like, and that, but now you're bringing, you're bringing the fire, bringing the heat. So, it, 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 you know, if there's no real, like, if this is what Zello Pro has to offer, find a way to, to watch it or get there if you can uh may 1st listen else you guys if you say? watch wrestlemania on peacock which was extremely fucking hard to get <laughs> and hard <laughs> to watch like you can if you can't make it to milwaukee you definitely can get access to fight tv it's like three clicks you can there's like direct links for it you just click it's like three clicks to watch it honestly super simple <laughs> absolutely <laughs> simplicity is key i've never really gone through the process so i don't know like yeah i'll take it super easy it's it's not hard yeah cool at least the app you can get it on your tv exactly so where do where do we find those in the meantime where do we find this all pro stuff uh, so you can go to zellopro.com. That's that also has uh, links to tickets if they're still available at the time this this uh, recording drops, as well as links to the Fight TV. Uh, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at zellopro and on Twitter at Zello Wrestling. If you want to watch all the matches that we've ever had for free, they're available on YouTube.com/slash zellopro. And then if you want to stock up on gear in time for WrestleFest, that's at prowrestlingtees.com/forward/slash zellopro. Cool. Another quick sidebar. You mentioned <laughs> Zello Pro Gear. And so I know they're through Pro Wrestling Tees, but these previous hoodies that you had, they were not done through Pro Tees, were they? They were, they were not. No, they weren't. They were done through uh, a company. Yeah, I know you guys have them because like, they're super comfortable and they have, they have really nice interior. Yeah. They were I, done I really through, uh, <laughs> through a company actually in Milwaukee called Redwall uh, is where we had gotten those ones that first run from. I think we, we may still have some inventory left potentially. 
Okay, well, let's make sure we hit up that merch table because, uh, <laughs> you know, my my hoodie ended up in the washer with a baby blanket and it did not turn out well afterwards. So that's why I've been on a hunt and I'm like, you know, yeah, Pro Wrestling Tees is a place to be. You can also, you know, get, you know, a bunch of talents, merch and, and, and whatnot. But I'm like, that hoodie was special. It felt good. It was like a nice warm hug. D-Ray's wearing so, his right now. I see so, it. <laughs> all right. Yeah, right. I mean, it. I, I would. It really is like unless you actually felt it. Like not to, mm-hmm. to mark out about a hoodie. Like it's probably one of the softest interior hoodies I've ever had. Absolutely. No, this is good. This is like this is like the opposite. It's like fall is hoodie season, but this is like we're still kind of coming out of it. Like today was a good hoodie day. Get your hoodies in for sure. Yeah. Uh, while you can, and uh, Chris, yeah, take us home then. All right, so we'll see you guys on May 1st if you decide to go. I'll definitely be there. Hopefully, I can get Charlie to come with me. You know, I, Charlie, I will have Modelo's in the car if you want to, you know, stop by at some point and have a few. Um, I'll bring markers and we can make signs and, you know, out of your trunk if you want. <laughs> Whatever it takes. I don't know if I want to be known as the sign guy. I think that was a one-time thing, you know. Uh, if you watch a show like Trevor Outlaw ripped it up, I, I sent him an invoice for like three dollars and forty nine cents. <laughs> I don't know if he's gonna pay it. I'm not made of money. What a dare! Yeah, you know, we'll, we'll play it by we'll play that by ear, Chris. All right. Well, as far as two heels and face goes, you can always find us on social media: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Two heels and a face. Number two heels and a face. You can visit our website: twoheelsandaface.com where you can find articles in our episodes, any helpful links, you know, throughout these episodes. Charlie's been doing a great job at getting stuff up on YouTube way before I can even produce an episode. There's so much so sarcasm. Make sure there is not. There's not. <laughs> there's true guilt of not being able to produce a podcast as fast as I used to. Um, so check us out on YouTube, uh, Two Heels in a Face. You can find us everywhere, Two Heels in a Face, number Two Heels in a Face. So, Charlie, where can they uh, find our podcast episodes, the ones that I delay on? Yeah, uh, no, you're <laughs> fine. Uh, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, YouTube. And, yeah, when sharing the show, make sure you hashtag Viva La Chico and hashtag Future Zello Champ along with that. And uh, hopefully it'll come true. Hashtag WrestleFest. Uh, is there an official hashtag? hashtag it is, yeah, hashtag WrestleFest will be the official hashtag of the event. All right. There you go. There it is. And we'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye.